In this episode, I recount the painful decision to jump ship from one email autoresponder platform to another. The problem that I was having was that I was just not able to get really stable, rock-solid reporting about which emails were actually driving sales. And without that information, once I start hitting paid ads, you know, I'll, I'll just be flying blind. I don't want to go down that road. I need to fix it. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the Shopify Growth Project. One man's quest to double his Shopify store's revenue and help you do the same. Join us as we sift through all the noise and focus on the stuff that will actually double your income. Here's your host, David Wills. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Shopify Growth Project. David Wills here. And this episode is about a painful decision to change email autoresponder providers. Now, if, if you're not familiar with what an autoresponder is, it's where you go to a website or an e-commerce store and someone pops up a message saying, say, download this free report or get this free video series, just pop your email in here. Then once your potential customer opts in or submits that form, your email autoresponder or automation provider will then drip out messages and free resources to that person that just signed up. The, the whole idea behind this is that this way you can provide them with a, a free resource in exchange for them just raising their hand, giving you permission and telling you that they are interested in the types of goods and services that you're selling. Automation of all those emails that drip out and the really cool logic behind it is handled by an email autoresponder. Now, I've been using the same provider for a few years, but I've noticed that the reporting has been pretty spotty. Um, I've had some really cool automation set up so that when people sign up for a free course, my autoresponder will drip out a series of emails with videos in them. The, the whole idea is to get... To, to kind of warm up people and showing them how I teach on subjects that are, are really important to them. Then after a series of emails with those free resources and warming them up, I then move on to emails that tell them about paid courses. And the great thing about a good autoresponder is that it can talk to your e-commerce provider. In this case, that would be Spotify sorry, Spotify, Shopify, <laughs> and make logical choices about what emails to send. So a classic example of this would be your first sales email that tells them about a paid course or whatever product you have presents them with just that description and the benefits of that, uh, that product that you're selling. Then subsequent emails would go out with increasingly deep discounts. So for example, uh, an email could go out on Monday telling them about the product that you're selling. Then four days later, they could give them an offer of, your autoresponder could then give them an offer of, say, 10% off. Then it could wait two weeks later and give them a 30% discount. But of course, uh, you, you wouldn't want someone who, who bought on that first Monday to then have them be greeted with a $30, uh, sorry, 30% discount a couple of weeks later, that's really where these autoresponders shine. If they're set up correctly, they will check to see whether that person has purchased that product. In other words, if they bite on that first email, then they will get taken out 
of that automation and they'll never get those emails with the deeper discounts. And if they don't buy it on that first email, then five days later, they'll be presented with, say, say a 10% discount. Then if they don't buy it on that, then two weeks later, they'll be given a, d- a deeper discount. But you don't have to worry that you're sending discounts to people who have already bought. A well-set-up autoresponder will have all those logic pieces set up so that you can send the, the correct message to the correct person. So here's the problem. I shopped around for an autoresponder a couple of years ago and I used a cheaper autoresponder that you know, kind of integrated with Shopify. I must admit I was... I was I was budgeting. I was cheap. Let me just say that. I was cheap. But the problem that I have now is that I just wish I had there was more robust reporting on how effective each email was. I mean, it would really be great if I could have a report that shows email one brought in, say, this much revenue and email two brought in no revenue and email three uh, was, say, the clear winner. Now, I know that all the autoresponders, will, they, they all have great reporting on how many people open, you know, and the click-through rate and all that stuff. But this particular autoresponder company was not giving me really great reporting in terms of what emails were bringing in the most sales. And that's going to be a big problem as I roll out uh, some paid ads in the coming weeks. So the solution to this is to have an autoresponder that was tightly integrated with Shopify. And I believe I've found that in Omnisend. It has a lot of really good reviews in the in the Shopify app store. So I'll leave a link in the show notes um, where you can sign up for, a, uh, for a, uh, a, I think I have a free trial for a couple of weeks or something like that. So I, I now have a new problem. How am I going to migrate everything from my last autoresponder into Omnisend? All of those automations that I did years ago, how am I going to get that over to Omnisend? And the, uh, the answer is that it's going to be mind-numbing. It's going to be copying and pasting and rebuilding things from scratch. And, and that's what I've been doing over the last week. I just, I just kind of had to bite the bullet and do this. But by the way, a really good byproduct of this is uh, that I actually found some errors in some of the links and graphics of my existing email automations. I was able to tighten all that up um, and even tighten up the whole brand messaging uh, as well. So if you've never used an autoresponder, you might be wondering, this sounds like a lot of work. Is this is this worth, worth the hassle? The answer to that is an absolute yes. You see, it it works this way. An overwhelming percentage of your visitors come and they don't buy anything. They just go away and you'll never see them again. Now, I know that you can set up ways to retarget them and follow them all around the internet with retargeting ads. That's absolutely the correct way to go about this. But if you can capture the email address sorry, their email address, email marketing is by far the most effective return on investment that you can do marketing-wise. And this is because people have given you their permission. Think of it this way. If if you were going to advertise to, say, uh, on Facebook to strangers, it's just like walking up to a bunch of people in the middle of a party who are deep in conversation with each other, and then you just walk up and just 
go right in the middle and say, and just start pitching them on your product or service. Think about that. They were having a conversation that, and you just came in and completely interrupted them. None of them said they had any interest in you and you just went in straight up and uh, interrupted them. But what if you were sitting in the corner, in the corner of the kitchen and someone from the party came over and said, hey, don't you, um, don't you sell this or that? Could you send me some information on that? Now think about what's the intent of that person. They are far more interested than a stranger that you just gone up, tapped them on the shoulder and interrupted. So how it works is this. It's in the place of a form on your website or perhaps a pop-up. Now, I know what you're thinking. Holy moly, I hate pop-ups. Yeah, I do too. But the truth is they work and they work really, really well. So I have a a link on my website that says free training. And it uh, shows you that you can sign up and get a free mini course on a number of subjects that would be of interest to people who are visiting my website. Now, if they don't buy, that's okay. At least I can get them to raise their hand, give me permission, and then ask for some free information. And then the miracles of your autoresponder take over. Like absolute magic, all of the automations within your autoresponder start dripping out emails and making logic decisions about how to uh, how long to pause between those emails, Um, maybe what your customer's behavior has been, even logic like deciding which messages to send out that can be triggered by uh, them maybe visiting a certain page on your website. Of course, there are old standbys like abandoned cart automations and all those good things. It's just like having this marketing robot working tirelessly, sending the right messages to the right people at the right time based on their behavior. So what kind of reporting have I been lacking? The big one comes down to how effective each email in those automations that I I send out. Even in the informational emails, um, in other words, I'm not pitching anything directly. I also have links to my products there. So sometimes people are just receiving free information. I'm not pitching them there. But um, in my header, I just have a number of uh, categories in my store there. So if if people click through that, it will be really interesting to know know, how many of those are converting, even though I'm not strictly kind of pitching at that time. But after a number of these free informational emails, I can then pitch them a product. And then after that pitch, I can pitch them the same product at ever deepening discounts. But right now, I really don't know how much I was making in sales in terms of the full price pitch versus the pitch at 10% off versus the pitch at 30% off. With OmniSend, I have really great reporting on this because they are tightly, tightly integrated with Shopify. I'm really looking forward to seeing which emails generate the most income and more importantly, the ones that are missing the mark. Then you could even do things like AB those messages and test various headlines and see which headline leads to a bump in in revenue on that particular email. Really looking forward to all this, but I tell you, it's like chewing gravel 
when I have to copy and paste and do all this leg work when migrating. Um, I mean, they have a lot of uh, most um, uh, email autoresponders will give you a way to migrate your contacts across. But quite often all these automations, I mean, you'll, you really have to kind of uh, start from scratch uh, from there. But the good news is once you set it up, man, it just works like clockwork. Um, I'll deal with the type of lead magnets that you could use in a future episode, but for just now, I'm just sharing, <laughs> I'm just kind of sharing how boring this is, but how absolutely crucial it is when I start going to paid ads. Like I said at the top, if you can't measure it, then you're not going to be able to uh, grow for there. When I start with paid ads, I'll experiment with sending them straight to a sales page versus sending them to an opt-in for a free course that is related to that product. Um, I mean, just think about it. If you're sending folks straight to a sales page, you have one chance to close them. But if you send them to a place where they can get a valuable resource and opt-in with an email, then you have many chances to warm them up. Uh, over time and then pitch them a number of times. You can even follow up with ever deepening discounts and try to convert them from there. Uh, By the way, a great way to see what works and what doesn't is to opt into your competitors' lead magnets. That way you can go through their funnel and see the type of free resources they're giving away and the timing and the discount offers that they have in their autoresponder automations. And by the way, if they're coming through paid ads, you can be pretty sure they've tested this out and they're just not throwing money away. So this might be a really great inspiration for your autoresponder series. They probably spent a great amount of time and a great amount of money perfecting that automation. And this is a a great, and it's an ethical way to kind of sneak in and see what other people are doing. So I'm going to get back to my mind-numbing work and I should probably be completed by next week. It's uh, not a lot of fun, but a very valuable thing to do. So once again, oh, so cool to be spending time with you. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that we can grow our community with fellow like-minded, growth-focused Shopify entrepreneurs just like you. And remember to get your free growth dashboard to track all of your KPI stats and and growth. It's a great little resource for you and you can get that by signing up for free at shopifygrowthproject.com. Until next week, ciao for now.